Welcome to Journey with Jesus. We're so glad you've joined us today. We hope that you will hear something in today's podcast that will encourage you to find joy in your journey with Jesus. Spring has sprung. How do you like that? I love it. And I love this time of year. I do too. It just reminds me of new growth. You know, we have new buds on the trees, new blooms on the flowers, new life, a season of new beginnings. That's what spring is to me. It is, and it's an opportunity to maybe flourish into your own new way of living. I like that, flourish. That's a good word. Mm -hmm. And don't we all want to flourish? I know there's been a lot of storms recently in our life and in storms in the sky. In fact, is it really spring? Some days it's cold, some days it's hot. <laughs> in Texas, you just never know. There could be snow and ice one day, and it could be raining the next and hot the next. Oh, it is crazy, the weather out there. You need your shorts on in the morning, and by the time you get to lunch, you're back in your sweats. <laughs> yes, but that's part of spring, and I love it. So with this new season and Easter approaching, we're in the month of April, we want to share some encouragement about how you can gain a new spark or how you can just revitalize your life, refresh your relationship with Christ. I like that. I like knowing that we can have a new spark of life again. And I think spring is a perfect time for that opportunity. Easter reminds us of what God has given us, and it's an opportunity to embrace that and maybe empower your life in a different way. Right, and in the wintertime, we kind of hibernate. We kind of like stay in our homes and, you know, do a lot. But, and I think some of us are actually sleeping spiritually. You know, I have found myself doing that at times. Just we're kind of just going through the motions. Checkbox. Right, right. And so I was thinking about that, and I found a scripture in Ephesians. Chapter 5, verse 14. Listen to this, Tanya. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. What does that mean to you? Oh, wow. That means I need to shake off that settled spot I have found and inspire my spirit to be a little more engaged. Right. I like that. And, and really just waking up instead of just walking around dead. I mean, we do that at times. I know it's easy just to kind of okay, another day, I got my to-do list, but I don't feel like that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to wake up and let the sun, S-O-N, Jesus Christ, shine on you so that you can grow and bloom. I really like that. I think it's important that we remember it's not just a check mark and it's not just a, a, a a rhythm or routine that you find yourself, you should be excited about your relationship with God. You really should. And I've heard this quote the other day. I want to read it. I think it really goes well here. If the living knew what the dead already know, the whole world would follow Christ. Oh, yes, absolutely they would. Absolutely. So we need to wake up and just be excited about life. It's spring. There's a lot we can do. There's new life waiting for us, new life in Christ. Passion waiting to be developed. Right. And we are in that month where the passion story, the passion of Christ is upon us. And what he has done for us will be revealed through this Easter month. Absolutely. And you know, Jill, it, it's important that we 
as the season changed, sometimes we need to change our attitude or our approach to things. So I like your path. Well, I want to do a lot of change right now. Let's hear it. Well, I want to start with really just following Christ and being mindful of what He has called me to do and really being renewed in my spirit, just really alive with spiritual strength. It's hard sometimes we just live in a world where things just come easy at times. And we don't think we have to work for Him, but I want to work more on my relationship with Christ. I'm kind of in that part of my life where I feel like I need a newness. I need a new spark. So that's what I'm going to to try to pursue in this spring, new growth. I think that's wonderful. And how much more rich your spiritual life will be from that experience. I look forward to seeing how Mm -hmm. you are come summer. Yes, and you too. And we want to challenge all of you. Let's, Let's do something new this spring. Let's bloom and grow where we are planted. Yes, because sometimes we are planted in places that we don't necessarily like, and we're going to talk about that here in a few minutes. Let's just sit back and relax, Tanya, and grab our favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of our Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for us. Would you lead us in a word of prayer, Tanya? Would be honored to. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, and we want to be those open vessels. We want to find the newness of spring in you this season. We want to renew and grow our relationship There is so much we can gain when we draw into you and grow our spiritual maturity to where you can carry us to places we didn't even think possible. Lord, we know that this is only through your Son, Jesus Christ, and that's whose name we pray this morning. Amen. Amen. So we are talking about how to gain a spark in our relationship. You know, a lot of us walk around and we're busy. We're too busy. We don't have time to really focus on our relationship. And then we feel stagnant in our faith or dissatisfied or empty. Have you ever found you yourself in those positions? I absolutely have. And you know, it was not until I began to grow as much as I have over the last few years. And trust me, I've got room to continue that growth. But I was good at check marks. I would make the list, I would check it off. I've done that, whether I was truly engaged into that process or not. And you have to have the engagement part in your relationship. It can't just be always going and asking for things. You've got to sit back, you've got to study God's word, hear what he says about it. And that's how you develop and get past some of that check mark, oh, I've been to church today, and oh, I prayed today, but have you spent time listening to God? Mm-hmm. Yet yeah, you've hit on something, and it's spending time, time with God. And I think, Tanya, you know, we live in a world where things are automatic. You know, there's even a song by Miranda Lambert called Automatic, and she talks about living in a world where things come easy. We don't have to work for it. They're expected instantly. We don't need to put in the hard work or effort. Just things are handed to us. That's how we want it. We want it automatic. We want it without putting in the time because we are too busy or we just 
just don't want to have to put in the effort. What if we shifted gears and put God first and spent time with him in order to grow our relationship, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so that all these things would be added to us? And that's from Matthew 6, verse 33. Do you think if we did that, we would be satisfied, full, inspired, new, refreshed? Absolutely you will. I'm living proof of that walked around pretty much an empty vessel for a period of time. Seemed like relationships were very surface-filled. So my spiritual life was surface-filled. And when you invest the time in your relationship with God, you're gonna be eager for more time. And that is gonna leave you feeling more fulfilled. I hear a lot of people walk around and say, you know, just nothing's going right. I just feel empty. Things aren't coming together. And I typically have to ask, where's your prayer life? Have you spent time with God? Have you spent time just being still? Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46.10, one of our all-time favorites that we have turned to. But it's important that you be still in His presence. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And in order to find that spark, that spark of joy to be fulfilled, we do have to spend time on what really matters. There's an acronym for a dime. You know, the dimes, the money, the dime, D-I-M-E. And I heard that recently from a good friend. And it stands for dime. Does it matter eternally? <laughs> so when we focus on those things that matter eternally, and we spend time with God and in our prayer life and, and reading our Bible and just helping other people and loving other people. It does matter eternally. It does. And it allows you to open up maybe some of those areas in, in your life or your past experiences that are maybe awkward. Maybe you don't feel that you're worthy to spend that kind of time with God. You don't think that you're worthy to have that prayer mm -hmm. life you see someone else have. I read this the other day. Real people need real forgiveness from a real Savior with real faith. Friends, you need to forgive yourself and know that God takes you as you are. He'll prep you and prepare you for where you're going next. But He wants you to spend time with Him so He can get to help you through those times. And the spring is a perfect time to expand on that. It really is. And I love your quote that you said, and that's why we are real life, real people. It's that realness, that having that real relationship with God and then with other people that's going to give you that spark that yes. maybe you're missing. Yes. And going back to the Miranda Lambert song, there's a refrain that she keeps repeating. I want to read this. Because when everything is handed to you, it's all only worth as much as the time you put in. And it won't mean that much to you if you do not put in the time. In fact, it won't be worth a dime. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I love that. So time is the best gift that you can give to your family, your friends, and, of course, your relationship with God will grow as you give Him time. And spending that time with God will be worth a dime. Definitely worth a dime. Worth more than a dime. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But... Dime and the fact that, you know, does what we're doing matter eternally? When you spend time with God, it does. These are eternal things. 
They are, and they plant seeds for future events. You know, there have been times, yes, I did all the check marks. I, I went to church here, went to church there, went to this service here, checked on a friend there. But you really need to be excited and, and fired up about those events because it's a privilege. Mm -hmm. Not everyone gets to worship the way that we get to worship. And I think when you get out of your kind of mundane place, maybe you found yourself and quit running on autopilot, which I like to run on sometimes. My life is so much more fulfilling when I give that time back to God. The most fulfilling thing you can do is spending that time on your relationship with God. Another quote from Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. And I love that scripture because you know, we know the days around us. There's, there's, some, there's some bad things going on out there. we got to face it. We do. Um, there's a lot that we don't like with what we see. And there are storms in our life. The days can be evil, but when we make best use of our time and being wise and we focus on what really matters, we're going to find a renewal inside of us that spirit inside of us will grow and, and we will be joyful and happy even when some bad things happen to us and around us. There's that peace that you still have. So I guess what we're saying is spend time with God and don't live in autopilot. Correct. And I've got a scripture I want to read from Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 12 and 13. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You can seek God without all the passion behind it, but when you seek him with your whole heart, see how much more he's willing to give you? You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. So that's very important, seeking God with all of our heart, not just a little bit and whenever we feel like it, but full in. We're full in for God. The good and the bad, He wants it all. He loves us so much to want that. And I love the first part of that scripture, call on me. You know, we can call on God 24-7. We do not have to make an appointment. We do not have to wait. He is there. And, and that's what I love, just knowing I can talk to him whenever I need to. There are times when you need to call someone and they're not available. And I know we're like, oh, I just wish I could talk to so-and-so. Or why are they not picking up the phone? Why aren't they texting me back? God always will. Exactly, 24-7. His cell line service is always open. It's always ready and available. You just have to take advantage of it. And I encourage you, do that today do that time. You know, my dad always told me that spending time with your family, with your children is the best gift that you can give them. They really want your time. And God is the same way. He really wants your time. So we've talked about time now, Tanya. And another thing, after we give time to God, we still need to grow and flourish. 
how do we do that? Well, I found a scripture from the Psalms, Psalm 92, 12. The righteous or the faithful will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. So we must be faithful. The faithful will flourish. Just like the palm trees are noble trees, they were trees that grew and survived in the strongest storms. And they were strong and durable and just like the cedars of Lebanon were used for healing and purification and they had a spiritual protection. Both of those trees symbolize strength. In order to flourish, like you mentioned earlier, and thrive and be strong, we must stay faithful. So how do we stay faithful, Tanya? We give God our time, but then how do we keep going? Because there are times when we're just... We can lose faith. I mean, even the disciples lost faith. They did. Um, but we have to remember that God is our source. He is the well we can pull from at any given time. Even in the worst of times, not only is there going to be a lesson that we'll figure out as we go through the process, but He's also going to help you through that trial. And He's going to help you remain faithful. I will say that I have to use previous experiences when God has carried me. Sometimes when I'm in the midst of a challenging place. And there's a scripture I like to go to as well. It's out of Psalm 91. When I'm really challenged or troubled, I'd read the whole Psalm. But I want to pull out verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God and who I trust. And that just rejuvenates my spirit and helps me remember times that God has carried me through different things that I needed to overcome and I needed to learn a lesson. But it carries me through to the next part where I can learn something else. You know, I, I think you are so right there. He's going to test our faith, give mm -hmm. us challenges. And, and, and then how, how do we respond? Do we trust God in all circumstances and keep going? Or do we just throw in the towel and give up? It's, it's real easy to give up. It is. I was going to say it is. But there's a scripture in Galatians, and this one is really good. Chapter 6, verse 9. And let us not grow weary yes. of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. So folks, don't give up. Keep going. Do good. You're, you're, you're going well. Don't, don't stop because you feel tired or that you're not making a difference or you just want to just stop because you're challenged and, and it's become hard. And that's easy to get frustrated and revert back to your old tactics, but continue moving forward. Continue and remember that just because God hasn't said yes right this moment does not mean that his answer is no. It just means it's not time. Maybe God is having to put together some things to answer the prayer that's before you or the challenge that you're working through. I know for me, sitting here this very moment, there are things that I know God is still working out the details. It is not time for some of that resolution. But I am faithful to know that God's going to carry me to that point. And you're going to learn a lot through the way. I already on have. the way. Yes. And it gives you 
comfort knowing that we have a God who loves us and is going to carry us. And so instead of worrying about everything, we cast our burdens to the Lord who will take them. And then we carry another person's burdens or we bear each other's burdens. Have you ever found that when you help someone and you really pray for them and meet them at their need, it just helps you? Oh, absolutely it does. And, you know, when you find yourself in those gloomy places, your heart becomes gloomy, your whole Mm -hmm. outlook turns gloomy. But when you help somebody else, it's energizing. It is. And I think we're all wanting energy. We all need energy. And the best medicine for that is just to help someone else. It is. To really get involved, stay engaged, like we started with. But we also need to return to the Lord. I think we mentioned that with our whole heart. When we return to our God, who is gracious, merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, then we can know more about what it is that he's called us to do, and we can grow our relationship when we return to him with our whole heart. God's going to forgive you. You talked a moment ago about not being worthy. Mm -hmm. God has already forgiven us when we've accepted his grace. So move on from that. Know that he's slow to anger and he's abounding in steadfast love. He is, and it's easy to let that be an excuse versus a solution. And he really is the right solution for any situation. He is. Another thing, come back to Jesus. He wants to give you mercy, peace, and love, and that will be multiplied to you, as it says in Jude 2, chapter 2, is mercy, peace, and love will be multiplied to you. I think we all need mercy, peace, and love multiplied to us. And then don't depart from the faith. Don't abandon God. There's a scripture that I know we've talked about before, Proverbs 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Remember that. You've been trained up. You know right from wrong. You know about Jesus Christ. Don't abandon what you know. Go back. And if you don't know the love of God, we're here to tell you he loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus Christ, so that you can know him and and know that love and have that forgiveness from your sins. He does. He loves you so much. Words can't even put it all together. And it's okay if you struggle with that. I think we all do. But the important thing is that we go back and we return back to what he has for us because there's so much more he wants to share with us. There is. So if you want that new spark back in your life, you want to grow your relationship with God and then grow with other people, start off by spending time with God. Make time for God. Do the things that really matter eternally. And let springtime be your opportunity to refresh. We started out the year talking about how you could renew yourself And maybe you need to dust that off a little bit as we approach this new season of spring and really get connected to God and flourish where he's planted us. 
and just return back to the Lord with your whole heart. Come back, for he's calling you. He wants you to point your compass to him, to focus your eyes up on what can be, what is not impossible, because God is in your life. He will carry you to new places and new experiences that are only going to be that much better. He sure will. He's waiting for you with open arms. So run. Run to him. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? Get back with that long obedience in the same direction. Go back to God. Spend time doing what you know will be pleasing to your Lord and your Savior, Jesus Christ. And let me share this scripture from Psalm 143, verse 8. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Friends, I hope that you are entrusting your life to Jesus Christ. He has so much in store for you and wants to share that with you. And He is the best decision that you will ever make, putting your full faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much. We do thank you that we can have a new spark of life and be alive when we put our full faith and trust in you. Lord, help us to spend more time doing what really matters, spending time with you. And Lord, we know that when we do, we will flourish with new faith. We will grow. We will thrive. We will have that new spark, that vitality that we've been missing, that joy that we haven't had in a long time when we put our trust in you and we return back to you with our whole hearts. So Lord, help us do that now during this Easter season. The beginning of spring, let us spring forward into a deeper relationship with you. Lord, we want to be the people that you've called us to be. So help us one step at a time on this journey. For we know that where you are, there is joy. We love you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can do a simple search, Journey with Jesus, and find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and coming soon to Pandora. You can also reach out to us in email. We'd love to hear from you or if you have a special prayer request at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.